Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comments for Wednesday, the 15th day of September, 2021. In 1789, the new government is getting up and running in the United States. The previous July, Congress had approved the Department of Foreign Affairs, and the President signed the legislation. Now, just a couple of months later, they rename it to the Department of State. On the same day, James Fenimore Cooper is born. Cooper will be one of the young country's most prominent writers, writing historical novels that featured colonists and Native Americans. He also wrote naval histories that are considered quite accurate. Cooper spent a large portion of his life in Cooperstown, New York, a town that was developed by his father. We tend to forget how much early U.S. history took place in the Northwest Territories. On this day in 1812, Seven years before Indiana will become a state, an army train of supply wagons traveling from Fort Knox to Fort Harrison is ambushed by Native Americans near the present-day town of Fairbanks, Indiana. This is the second such ambush at this location, the first just the day before. Due to poor communication, word had not reached the second group of wagons. Fort Harrison had been under siege from the 4th until the 12th of September. The occupants of Fort Harrison were greatly outnumbered, but managed to pull off a victory. Fort Knox was near present-day Vincennes, and Fort Harrison on the north edge of Terre Haute. New technology can present dangers that folks just do not think about. In 1830, the Liverpool to Manchester railway line opens. Keep in mind, this newfangled mode of transportation was noisy and only traveled maybe 15 miles per hour. This did not stop Member of Parliament William Huskisson from stepping in front of the moving train and being fatally struck. Huskisson is reported to be the first rail passenger fatality. Apparently, the urge to beat the train was present on the very first day. The entire train consist was probably not 150 feet long. The HMS Beagle lands in the Galapagos Islands in 1835. Aboard is naturalist Charles Darwin. The Beagle has been built as a warship, but not fully completed. As plans were formulated for an expedition, the ship was brought out and refitted for her new role. Darwin wrote extensively about the travels of the HMS Beagle. Born on this day in 1857, William Howard Taft will become the 27th president. Theodore Roosevelt chose not to run in 1908 and endorsed Taft, who easily won election. Then in 1912, Roosevelt changes his mind and decides to run on a third-party ticket, splitting the Republican vote, and Democrat Woodrow Wilson took the election. An analysis of the election looks a lot like current politics. The Republicans were split between conservative and progressive positions. Taft leaned conservative, while Roosevelt leaned progressive. And the Democrats carried the day. Taft will be appointed Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court in 1921 and served that for nine years. English crime novelist Dame Agatha Christie is born in 1890. Christie is listed by Guinness as the world's leading fiction writer, having sold over 2 billion copies. Roy Acuff is born in northwest Tennessee in 1903. Acuff may have been the driving force that moved early country music away from string band style to a more commercial sound. Acuff would have preferred a baseball career. 
but he suffered a heat stroke in practice and was unable to tolerate sun exposure any longer. During his recovery, he practiced on the fiddle on the front porch after sundown. In 1935, leading up to World War II, Germany institutes the Nuremberg Laws. They were two-pronged. One forbid Jews from marrying Germans or having interracial affairs, along with forbidding German girls from working in Jewish households. It also took away German citizenship. The idea was German blood was pure, and this was to prevent contamination. It was later extended to the Roma people and blacks. Enforcement was delayed until after the 1936 Berlin Olympics. Merlin Olson is born in 1940. Olson had a 15-year career in the NFL, all with the Los Angeles Rams. He played in 14 Pro Bowls, a feat only held by four other players. Two of them are Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. After football, he had a reasonable acting career. He appeared in 51 episodes of Little House on the Prairie and 34 episodes as Father Murphy. Actor Tommy Lee Jones is 75 today, and he shares a birthday with director Oliver Stone. Retired Miami Dolphin quarterback Dan Marino is 60 today. Marino played 17 seasons with the Dolphins and holds numerous records that still stand. In 1962, the Soviet ship Poltava sails towards Cuba. This is one event leading up to the Cuban Missile Crisis. If you're not familiar with the Cuban Missile Crisis, that is one bit of history that might be worth reading. For 35 days in the fall of 1962, the world held their breath as everyone knew we were on the brink of a nuclear war. The Smithsonian Institute brings out the John Bull for a little excursion in 1981 on its 150th birthday, making the John Bull the oldest operable steam locomotive in the world. The original is still on display at the Smithsonian, and a working replica is at the Railway Museum in Strasburg, Pennsylvania. There is a video on YouTube of the 1981 run. And that's history and comments for the 15th day of September. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.